Good afternoon, good afternoon, good afternoon. Again, I bring you greetings from the Virtuous Woman Ministries headquarters located in Nashville, Tennessee, and I'm super excited about the Holy Ghost. Hallelujah. I am super excited about the Holy Ghost. Uh, today, I was uh, ministering to myself, and the Holy Ghost began to talk to me. He began to just allow me to see some things that he's doing not only in my personal life, but in the lives of my family. And then I began to say to him, Lord, I just want more and more of you. What would you have me to even talk about today on this broadcast? What do you want me to say? He says, if you want more and more of me, what I want you to minister today is intimacy and having a prayer life with Jesus. Let me say that again intimacy and a prayer life with Jesus. You know, Matthew 6, 33 says, seek ye first the kingdom of God and his righteousness and all these things shall be added unto you. And before I get into where we're going to go today, that reminds me that on Sunday, excuse me, on Saturday, uh, Progressive Missionary Baptist Church, which is located in, in uh, South Nashville, they're having their annual Women's Day. And they're going to have a panel on Saturday. I believe the panel starts at 11 o'clock. Uh, it's over there in off 12th um, Avenue South in, in Nashville, Tennessee. And they're going to have a discussion and a panel. It's going toward, again, toward their Women's Day. And then on Sunday, uh, at the 10 o'clock hour, the Lord has mandated and appointed me uh, to bring forth the word. And I've been studying, I've been praying and seeking the Lord's face. And so if you're not busy, we want you to come out on Saturday morning. And then we want you to just spill over into into Sunday, into Sunday. So if you're not doing anything, just come on out and uh, be with us on Saturday and on Sunday. But getting back to what I am going to minister on for the next uh, 25 minutes is intimacy, uh, intimacy and a prayer life. And I said, okay, Lord, where would you have me to go? And he took me back to Luke, Luke chapter seven. Verse number 37, and this is what it says. And it says, and behold, a woman in the city who was a sinner, when she knew that Jesus sat at the table in the Pharisee's house, brought an alabaster flax of fragrant oil and stood at his feet behind him weeping. And she began to wash his feet with her tears and wiped them with the hair of her head. And she kissed his feet and anointed them with the fragrant oil. When we read this verse, this shows us that this woman wanting to wanted to be in the presence of our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. She was willing. She didn't care about her past. She didn't care that she was a sinner. She knew that if she would just be able to get in his presence, her life could and would change. And that's exactly what happened because Jesus told her that her sins were forgiven. And so what I want to declare today is an intimate relationship with Jesus. 
You know, Jesus is calling for us to become intimate with him. And intimacy is not going to church. Intimacy is not singing in the choir. Intimacy is not doing all these things that you find most churches doing. And I'm not saying don't go to choir rehearsal. I'm not saying don't go to Bible study. I'm not saying don't go to church. That's not what I'm saying. But your intimacy is not found in a building. Your intimacy is found in the heart of of our Lord and Savior Jesus. Christ and what you feel in your heart towards him to the point you're willing to sacrifice, you're willing to do what it takes to get in his presence and at, at any cost. You know, I remember uh, when my daughter was at home, uh, she was probably what, 10 or 11 years old. And me and my husband would be sitting on the couch or even sitting in our bedroom, maybe watching something on television and she would run in there and she would just sit between us. And then she would look at me uh, with this unusual grin on her face as though, ha, 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 I got my dad's attention. Ha, 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 I got his attention. Well, because I knew what the enemy was doing using her, I would make her get up and go either sit beside him on the other side or sit beside me on the other side. Either way, I was not going to allow her to come in and take that intimate moment that he and I uh, was doing as we were sitting together watching one of our favorite programs on TV. So what are you saying, Sister Lenore? What I'm saying is even today... Even today, when we want to get intimate with our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ, there's going to be things that will try to get in between you in doing that. And so you're going to have to fight for your intimacy to get in the presence of God. Some of you are saying, well, I don't feel like I have to fight. Well, you do have to fight. You have to fight if the Holy Ghost is is urging you, I want to spend time with you. I want you to spend time with me. And then you have... uh Something on your agenda that says you got to go do this or you got to go do that. That can wait, uh, by the way. That can wait. But you just said, well, no, I'm going to go on and do it. I want to get this out of the way. Then I'll take care of you, Lord. Then guess what? You've allowed that situation to get in between your intimacy with Jesus. And then some of you are saying, okay, uh, well, I do want to get intimate with the Lord. The Lord, when you when we decide that we want to get intimate with him, there's no time frame. There's 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 a time when he he will just put an urge over you. I want you in my presence. I need you in my presence. Are you going to obey the voice or are you just going to keep doing what you're doing throughout the day? You know, I was sitting at my my home office uh, making some phone calls and I had my worship music going as I was making phone calls. And then all of a sudden the Holy Ghost began to usher me. Uh, it was like, I, I want you in my presence. I want you in my presence. And then here, here, here's my mind. Well, I'm making these calls, you know, I've got to, all these things on my to-do list that I said I wanted to do. I've got to make 10 more calls because I had written that to-do list down. And on my to-do list was, Hey, make 10 phone calls. And I said, after I make my 10 phone calls, I'll spend time with you then Lord. But he kept urging me urging me and I'm telling you I could not I could not even though I, I was trying to make calls I was so uncomfortable I just put the phone down put my pen down went upstairs to my private place shut the door off cut the phones off 
and I had an intimate time with my Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. And and I know why he wanted that intimate time because he wanted to show me some things. He wanted to share some things with me. And upon him doing that, that saved some things that later happened on later on in that evening because of my obedience. Now, granted, my flesh was all in the way. You said that you were going to make these 10 calls before you do anything. That's what you said that you were going to do. You've only made five phone calls. You got five more to go. That was my natural mind telling me to go against what the Holy Spirit was telling me to do. And I had that worship music on, worship music on. And the more that music was on, the more my father was calling me to record. He was hijacking me. He was saying, I need you now in my presence. And so what I did, I obeyed. I obeyed the voice of the Holy Ghost. And I went and I had an intimate time with him. And he was speaking to me about some things. So what I'm saying in this hour, beloved, is there anything that could be holding you hostage to becoming intimate with our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ? Some of you are saying, well, I go to church. I'm on the mother's board. I'm on the deacon's board. I'm doing all these things. I'm doing all these things with titles. I'm doing all this, but that is not being intimate with Jesus. That's busyness. That's being busy in the building. I call it BB, busyness in the building. And the Lord is not pleased with that in this hour because when we're not intimate with our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ, we will not have power, guys. We will not have power. And, and the Lord is speaking to us in this hour about our power. And the only way that we're going to be able to access the power is as the Holy Ghost comes upon us. According to Acts 1 and 8, the word says that you shall receive power. Hallelujah. When the Holy Ghost comes upon you. And then we're going to have the power to go out and minister. We're going to have the power to go out and do the things in the supernatural that he's caused us to do. So there's things that he wants us to do. And because we're so consumed with our time and our agendas that we will not have the intimate time with him. He's calling us to be intimate with him in this hour. And you know, Matthew 6, 33 says, seek ye first believers, the kingdom of God and his righteousness. And then all these things shall be added unto you. So what is he saying? He says, if you just seek me first, the kingdom of God, hallelujah, and his righteousness. What is the kingdom of God? What is seeking him? Seeking him is getting to find out more about him. Getting to find out a more, more about how he wants to live, how he wants us to give, where he wants us to go. You know, in May, uh, the Lord spoke to my heart. It was the Holy Ghost speaking to my heart. And he says, I want you to learn of me more in the third person. You know, we know Father, God, the Son, and the Holy Ghost. It's Father, the Son, and the Holy Ghost, which is one, by the way. 
All three in one. Isn't that amazing? Isn't that amazing how God is all three in one? That is awesome, guys. And then he says that Jesus is sitting at the right hand of God interceding for us. But then he said, I left you the comforter, which is the Holy Ghost. He lives inside of you. He dwells among you and he speaks through you. He says, I want you to know more about the third person. And that's the Holy Ghost. So I began this study in May about the Holy Ghost. And I'm going to tell you something, beloved. I have learned so much about the Holy Ghost. I have even, uh, the Holy Ghost even showed me some ways where I have erred in the past. I'm 51 years young, beloved. 51 years young. And there's some things the Holy Ghost showed me. Hallelujah. The Lord showed me that was done in error. Even showing me some of the ways in which I reared my daughter was in error. The Holy Ghost showed me this and even showed me some things in being a wife. I was in error. Even showing me some things of what I might have said. It was the it was the right thing to be said, but the timing was not right. That's error. The Holy Ghost showed all these things to me. And then I began to cry. I began to repent. I, I called my daughter. I said, daughter, I said, the Holy Ghost has shown me some things where I fell short as a mother out of ignorance. Please forgive me. I said the same thing to my husband. I said, please forgive me. And, the, and then they forgave me. But see, had it not been for me listening to the Holy Ghost and studying more about the third person and understanding that our way of thinking and our intellect has nothing to do with the Holy Ghost. It has nothing to do with the Holy Ghost. Our intuition has nothing to do with the Holy Ghost. The Holy Ghost lives in us. He speaks to us through the gut and the core of our soul. That is why 3 John 2 says, Beloved, above all things, I pray that you prosper and be in good health, even as your soul prospers. Because he speaks to us through our soul, man. Through our soul. And and I began to hear him speak to me. He showed me some things. And I said, oh, Lord, hallelujah. Thank you, Holy Ghost. Thank you. He says, I want you to allow me to lead you and guide you and direct you and correct you and rebuke you. That's what the Holy Ghost said. And then I said, okay, Holy Ghost, I thought that's what you were doing. He says, no, because you did not give me all access. And then that scripture came to me, the, we may think in our own eyes that we are right, but God sees it all and he knows, he knows. And you know what? That strips off pride because too many of us are walking in pride and don't want to understand that there could be a pride issue. And therefore, that's why we're not hearing the voice of the Holy Ghost. But I don't want to walk in pride, beloved. I want to walk in the Holy Ghost. 
See, when we choose to walk in the Holy Ghost and allow him full access, not partial, but full access. Then we saying, hey, I don't want to walk in pride. Even in my ignorance, even in my error state, I was walking in pride. But because I allowed the Holy Ghost to hijack me, and he said, I want you to learn more of me in the third person, which is the Holy Ghost. And I began to dive in and learn about the Holy Ghost. I got to study. This is my study right here. It's a huge study. And I, I mean, you can't get enough of it. Because guess what? That is who we're supposed to be allowing to teach us. He says, I will teach you all things. You don't need no one teach you. He says, I will teach you all things. But the only way we're going to be, be able to receive the teaching is if we're really, truly ready for truth. Because some of us will deny that they were one at time walking in pride. But I'm not going to be the one to say, hey, I, I'm not going to, that's not me, Holy Ghost. I don't believe you. I'm going to believe the voice of the Holy Ghost because he does not lie. Can I get a witness? He does not lie. And so he is calling for us in this hour to become intimate, more intimate with him. Jesus wants our intimacy. And the only way that we can become more intimate and really get in the presence of him, not asking him for one thing, because he's already said that if you seek me first, the kingdom of God and his righteousness, then all these things are going to be added unto us anyway. We don't have to stress out. We don't have to work like Hebrew slaves. We don't have to do that. The Hebrew slaves came out of bondage. So guess what? Then we're out of bondage. We don't have to do all this stuff that we're doing, trying to make ends meet, trying to get this, trying to get that, when all we have to do is just seek him first. The kingdom of God and his righteousness and all these things shall be added unto us. What is his righteousness? Living right before him. Stripping off all the pride, the arrogance, and most of all these titles. You know, some people have gotten so caught up in these titles that they're above and beyond the Holy Ghost telling them anything. And when we have gotten above ourselves. And because we prophesy, because we are apostles, because we are pastors and teachers and evangelists, then we get to this, this point where, well, the Holy Ghost can't tell me nothing because he already told me this and he told me that. But has he hijacked you and said, get before me so I can strip off some of that arrogance and some of that pride that you have and some of that disobedience and that rebellion that you carry and some of that Jezebelic way that you carry? And that you won't obey the voice of the Lord. Some some of us women, I'm just going to speak on truth. We have good godly husbands, but we don't want to obey them. The word of God says that they are over. They are our, we, we are to submit to our husbands as they submit to the Lord. If you have a godly husband, 
You should be submitting to your husband. I don't care how much you prophesy. I don't care how much you stand in the pulpit and preach the the, uh, fire and brimstone and many come to Christ. You are in error if you are not allowing the Holy Ghost to speak to you about your ways in your household concerning your husband. Oh, it's crickets now. But I'm going to speak the truth because I want you to be blessed. I'm going to be honest with you. My husband is the head of our household. Now, although he doesn't move quickly the way I feel like he should move, and I used to say something to him all the time about him not moving the way that I felt like he should move, the Holy Ghost hijacked me and said, let him alone. Let him alone. Men process things differently from the way women process things. He's a man of God. He's hearing from me. And his time is going to be when I release it to him and not and not any other time than that. He says, I'm going to release it to him. And when he releases it to you, then that will be the time that you speak. But do not speak about this anymore. And I obeyed the Holy Ghost. I obeyed the Holy Ghost and I left it alone. Because men do not process the things the way we as women process. And so therefore God wants us to be praying. Instead of saying, what are you going to do? When are we going to do this? Blah, blah, this, blah, blah, that. This is the way I see it. I, I see it like this. The Holy Ghost is not pleased with that, ladies. You could preach down fire. You can prophesy and it be accurate. But if we're not being obedient to the Holy Ghost concerning our husbands, the Lord is not pleased. And therefore, doors will not open for you. I can tell a difference, guys, since I've been doing this study. You know, a, a, a difference. It's it's been a blessing. And I'm just and I'm I'm transparent because I'm delivered. Hallelujah. See, when you're delivered, you can be transparent and you can tell other people your experience so that they don't continue on walking in unauthorized authority. It's called unauthorized authority. And that's where Satan is tripping up the body of Christ because many are walking in unauthorized authority because they refuse to allow the Holy Ghost to hijack them to say, hey, I want you to be more intimate with me. And see, when we become more intimate with him, he will show us these things. He says, I will show you great and mighty things. And some of you are saying, well, how can that be great and mighty? It is great and mighty because he wants to deliver us so that he can really pour out the blessings that he has for us to receive. Great and mighty things is not always the popping circumstance. Great and mighty things is I'm showing you this so that you can change it. Then I can give you those things that you've been seeking for that's been held up in the atmosphere. And I'm not going to release them until you obey the voice of the Holy Ghost and become more intimate with me so that I can show you some things within your life that need to be adjusted. The Holy Ghost wants to adjust some things and it's good. It's very good. 
So, you know, now when I, I, I love going in the presence of the Holy Ghost. I love going in the presence of the Holy Ghost. Even driving here, the Holy Ghost hijacked me. Man, I'm telling you, he hijacked me. What do you mean he hijacked you, Lenore? Because I was driving and I am one of the, or I was, let me rephrase that. I was one of the world's worst about using my turn signal. And the high, and the Holy Ghost hijacked me and the Holy Ghost said, from here on out, use your turn signal. Because if you cannot obey the natural laws of the land, then how can you obey the spiritual laws? He hijacked me right there in my car. And I said, I repent. I repent. I said, thank you, Father. Thank you, Father. I will from here on out obey the rules of the laws of the land. It says use your turn signal. And I know why the Holy Ghost said that because I was driving and I didn't, I didn't use my turn signal. I didn't use it. And then when I turned in, this car was blowing at me and I looked in my mirror. He was very close. It I could have, he could have hit me, but why? Because I did not have on my turn signal. Yes. He was driving a little bit too close, but my turn signal should have been on. I should have used my turn signal. And no sooner than I turned that curve and heard that blowing, that's when the Holy Ghost hijacked me. He hijacked me and he said that to me. So even in the smallest things in life, guys, we have got to allow the Holy Ghost to have preeminence, full access to our lives. In order for us to be blessed, we must obey the voice of the Holy Ghost and develop an intimate time with him. So don't allow anyone to distract you from being intimate with God in this hour. It's going to be there, guys. It's going to be there. Those phone calls that I made after I got out of the presence of the Lord, I was refreshed. I was renewed. And I started back making those phone calls. And it was okay. It was okay. So my question to you is, are you committed? I'm talking about truly committed to allowing the Holy Ghost to have full access. Are you truly committed to being committed to him when he says, I desire more intimacy with you? Are you going to commit to that? I'm talking about truly commit. You know why? It's going to cost you something. It is going to cost you something. But at the end of the day, when the rubber meets the road, he says, there is no good thing he will withhold from us for those who digitally seek after him. He's not, he's not going to withhold anything from us, from those who walk upright and for those who seek him. And when we're intimately seeking him, you will walk upright. You will do it. Again, I bring you greetings from the Virtuous Woman Ministries headquarters located here in Nashville, Tennessee, in the Professional Plaza. You can contact me at 615-596-1150.
to learn more about the Holy Ghost and about the training. I'm going to be offering this training. It's going to be via Zoom, and I'm also going to do it in person. So if you are interested in learning more about this study, please inbox me or just text me. Go to virtuouswomanministries.org, virtuouswomanministries.org, and just leave me a message. Until we meet again, beloved, be committed to our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. God bless.